prior to the track day, we never got the electronics situated on the car, so I still had oh, ABS, and the traction was still there, and the yaw what? sensors were all still there. <laughs> so it didn't really slide. Like a mile of cars, well, it was just spectators part, because we had like 60 or 70 people out there spectating too. Yeah. I'd be stressed out putting all that money up and just praying. Oh, people it's, are yeah. Come, it's stressful. Know? That's it's a lot of, stressful. like, that's a good amount of money to just gamble yeah, with. Tell me about this silver dollar stuff. Most people are seeing, you know, 50 to 70 to 80 mile an hour entries into this skid pad. A fucking parking lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean. How often are you trying to host the events? Estimating around 400,000 to get the whole track tape. A mile long track? So that's that's going to be a thing. Y'all are going to do the full track length of events or hoping to. Yeah. Hoping to. The main thing, I mean, we just want a place to drive that's local, that's yeah. not three hours away from us. We want Silver Dollar Motorsports Park to stay open. Look, they said that I couldn't do it, so I went. Did it. W's only, you know I've been. Welcome back to the number one drift podcast on YouTube. I am Dawson, and we have today um, Alex Bumer. And I'm and, um, Talon Arsenal. Nice to meet you. Thanks for coming on, of course. Uh, before we get into it, of course, subscribe and make sure to hit that bell notification so you are updated with every podcast. Uh, but that is actually all I'm going to give for the introduction. So uh, if you guys want to kind of give a rundown on who you are, how you got into drifting, you know, how you got into cars in general, stuff like that. So I have always been into like car games my whole life. And it was pretty much that the whole time it was just Test Drive, Need for Speed, Project Gotham, Forza, all the way up. And then, you know, I've always been into the cars. Usual. I learned a lot about them from that. And really just last year, I got my first, like, tuner car. And I got that Infinity and got it built, you know, got it ready to go, got everything into it, bolt, you know, every full bolt-on, angle kit, everything, and just started doing the stuff. You deep on the first car. Man, like, my <laughs> buddy bought year. the car. And he asked me, oh, what should I put in it? And I gave him a list of all this stuff. And he bought damn near everything <laughs> and put it in this car. Spent like twelve or $13,000 on these parts. Damn. And six months later, he's like, I don't really want the car. You'll buy oh, it. I said, okay. Well, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, I'll buy it. So I got a good deal on it. And that was it. It just kind of took off from there. You know, okay. I haven't really done any track. Not in, I mean, not into drifting, but like didn't really do anything for drifting apart from video games. Beforehand, just, before buying the car, yeah, that's crazy. Love that. And then just so I'm jump just gonna it. all into it, forget it. And then I did <laughs> one event, and it just took off from there. Well, sick. Oh yeah. Well, what you got? Yeah, man. So uh, growing up, you know, uh, I really didn't have anyone that was in into cars or anything. Um, and like drifting, like wasn't even a thing when I was growing up. But I do remember one time uh late at night on hbo or it might have been like fuel tv or something but i'm assuming it was formula drift and i remember seeing a green and blue car going sideways and lots of smoke yeah and then um i just thought it was the coolest thing and then you know years later i find out it's one of those it was, it was like a falcon uh fd rx7 can't remember who was driving it but i was like man that thing is so sick uh, james dean's car probably Maybe. I mean, it was probably 15 years ago. It might not have that even been That car's been around for a long yeah. time. But I remember it was just perfect. Hell yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so I I wasn't even into cars then. You know, I played Need for Speed as a kid. Got into Forza a whole lot. Mm -hmm. 
And then um, when I bought my first car with my money, I got an E46. Didn't know nothing about cars. Hopped into a BMW. And it was, uh, if I wanted to keep the car and uh, be able to afford to have the car, I had to learn how to work on my car. Uh, Become self-sufficient or die, (laughs) motherfucker. Yeah, so, uh, you know, having, I guess that was like, what was that, a 10-year-old car that I had, E46. uh, Yeah. 10-year-old BMW. I was just working on it pretty much all the time. You know, I was modifying stuff, seeing what my buddies were doing to their Hondas and stuff like that, you know. And I was like, oh, I can do this in my BMW. Uh, Not kind of, you know, (laughs) not really. So, uh, I know I made a lot of mistakes and then, um, you know, I got pretty good at working on cars. And then eventually I bought me an E30 just because I thought it was the coolest car ever. I love E30s, man. (laughs) And, uh... So when I got that, I was, you know, still not really interested in drifting or racing. You know, all my mm-hmm. buddies, they had pretty much Hondas or newer Hondas. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's I mean, surprising. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of how it was. You know, some of my friends, I mean, they have cooler stuff. But, I mean, I didn't really know anything about them. Mm-hmm. But um, so I didn't really do much to my E30 when I had it. But um, after a while, you know, I started seeing people on the BMW forums. And most of those guys, they're either keep their car stock, maintain it. Mm-hmm. That's just the type of people they are. Or they're racing them, like road racing them. And then the very small subsection of some of the forums, there'd be the drifting forums. And I started going in there and seeing what these guys were doing. And I was like, I need to do this. Yeah. And um, I still had my E46, but it was all-wheel drive E46. So that was not an option, you know. Sure it is. So, <laughs> yeah, not with <laughs> a, a little uh, more complicated, but you know. Yeah, I mean, it'd be better just to buy a real wheel drive, oh, sell the thing. Yeah. But uh, so then I started heavily looking into drifting my E30, and then it just kind of sat on the back burner for a while. And it, my E30 was also an automatic, mm. by the way. Yep. <laughs> so I eventually did a. Uh, I bought an E36 running car and did a M50 B25 swap in it. Did a five-speed swap in it, all solid bushings. Uh, shortly after that, went to my first drift event up at Lanier. Not too great. I was pretty disappointed. You know, I thought I was going to go out there and be ripping. but uh, <laughs> Not usually how it goes. You always fuck <laughs> yeah. up the first one. Yeah, but, you know, I, mean, I didn't know much about drifting. I, I figured I'd be good at it. Uh, it, was, it was fun. I did it, though. What uh, were some main things that you kind of, like, ran into the first day? <sighs> So I have an M50 E30. It's not a lot of power. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I found out later, like what my mistakes were. But you know, entering offline, uh, you don't. I, I didn't have the power to dig myself out of trouble. Yeah. Uh, coming in too hot, didn't have any angle to like angle my way out of trouble. <laughs> but uh, I mean, overall, I just didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't know. I knew what a clutch kick was, but I didn't know how to do it, when to do it. But it necessarily. Yeah. Like, like what the car feels like when you do it, like when you're at speed entering the corner. Yeah. But, um, I think overall, like the first drift event, um, <laughs> I mean, it was great, man. It was, a uh, you know, pretty nervous going out there the first time, but, um, when I realized I wasn't the only one spinning out the whole time, it wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then, Preach um, it, damn it. Yeah. So my second event, though, you know, I went against the grain. Everyone says don't get an angle kit early. 
I got a full blown SLR Ultra Why? kit. All right, so because I, I I'm I'll stand strong on that. Don't get an so, angle kit from the beginning. Yep. Yeah, so my second event, uh, like third lap, linking the whole track, linking the whole track the whole day. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some other people ride with me. Just they're like, you just need to go faster and just keep going faster. Yeah. It's always then, the um, answer. I swear. So I mean, obviously, you know that angle kit was masking a lot of my mistakes I was making, mm-hmm. but I also wasn't spinning out all day i started having fun i was able to actually drive yeah all it was like day. a saving grace kind of yeah so i mean yeah i mean obviously it did mask a lot of the mistakes but it helped me drive better it made it, it look like i was crashing. driving better yeah, <laughs> yeah stuff I mean, like it helped, that <laughs> it, it helped me spin it out more and it like kept my confidence level up like the more times i linked the track you know it just kept that's fair just getting better and better and um you know, I mean, that's pretty much where my car is at. I've been, I mean, I've been drifting about three years. I don't get out much, just a handful of times a year when I get time and money, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, um. Well, how was your first track day then? Because your car was pretty damn set up for the first track day for you, right? Yeah, well. How did yours go then? Prior to the track day, we never got the electronics situated on the car, so I still had oh, ABS. And the traction was still there. And the yaw what? sensors were all still there. <laughs> so it didn't really slide. And didn't really I, I would assume, yeah. But the first event we did was like a half and half day, like a half drift, half time attack, like time Oh, okay. Else. Where at? Mid Pond. Oh, sweet. Okay. Mid Pond. Yeah, the first one was August last year. Nice. And then, I don't know. It didn't do too well. I'll say that. Like, <laughs> it, you know, it would slide a little bit. Oh, and my handbrake didn't work at all. There was a note and there's Fantastic. nothing. I just pulled it. It was nothing. Yeah. Well, Mid Pond, you kind of need it. But. So that, that didn't do so well. But once I figured all that out... um. You know, then I think the first time I really started to drift was in April, like this past April. Damn. Yeah. And I, I really think I've only got like 12 or 15 laps total around total. of drift laps. Yeah. That's crazy. But like, it's it it's pretty easy to learn on that platform, though, on the Infinity. Like that, you know, that G35 is real easy to, mm-hmm. it's easy to handle. They're cheater cars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's got decent power, you know, built in tunes, 282, I think is where it ended. Yeah. Dyno, yeah. So it's not terrible. It's oh, so you good. dynoed it and stuff. It's tuned in everything. It's, it's, oh, okay. it's ready. So you tuned out that fucking stupid delay crap. Yeah. So that's all oh, gone. It's God, all that always straight. irritated the piss out of me. Yeah. So oh, I don't good. have any of that. But, you know. So now. when from the first track day to the second, how long was that period? Two months. Okay, so that's not too bad. So we, go. Maybe not even. I think the first one was maybe actually July, and then September was the next one, and then December, okay. and then January, and then it's just been every month since then. And so, w- which event did you finally get the ABS and all that shit? From? It was April, out. all the way in April, Six all the way later. to April. Yeah. So you wasted all that money on all those events to go and like well, no, barely could I because I was, was it? the one hosting the events and just kind of running the events. That's fair, I didn't that's really, fair. but even then, like I, I don't drive. I'm mostly just walking around talking to people and, you know. I just want everyone else I'm to have fun. I'm just hanging a good time. just trying to have a good time, you know. Hell yeah. Well, that's just make cool. sure everyone else is good and then I'm good. Yeah. I'll get my time when, you know, when I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I might be the exact <laughs> After opposite. the car is ready. <laughs> yeah. When, when I go to an event, I don't even hardly ever get out my car. Damn. <laughs> except to change tires. Dude, literally, <laughs> I get out just because I'm hot. 
Oh yeah, well that I'll happens just, too. But. I'll do a few laps and like people could just go if their car will take it. They'll just keep going and going, especially at mid pond. Yeah. I'm like, dude, at like four laps in, I'm like sweating my balls off. It's rolling down into my eyes. I'm like trying to fucking pick it out. See, I'll, shit. Still Hell AC. No. I'll just go with the AC on. We're good. See, I ain't no, I don't have that luxury. <laughs> yeah, I put my windows down. That's all I got. <laughs> well, see, last time I did it with the windows down, we I clutch kicked into some mud. And it just spun me out Ooh, off of the track, yeah. and the whole car just filled with mud. So I'm not doing windows Dude, down anymore. The the first time I ever went to Mid Pond, my my uh, fire extinguisher mount broke, and it snapped off, which was like on the side of the trans tunnel. And this motherfucker, the pin comes out and everything, and sprays all <laughs> over the passenger side of my car. Oh, and I I just kept going through the run. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was just cloud smoke. <laughs> Just tire smoke just coming extra, into the car, but effects. yeah. And then you look I looked over, over and, and it was all like, white. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, that didn't go away." Like, uh oh. <laughs> but I thought something like fucking exploded in my car. I didn't know what happened. Well, it kind of did explode. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Whatever. But <laughs> uh, well, tell what angle kit did you say you had on your car? Uh, GK Tech Superlocks is the V1 now. Okay, so, so that's what I, ha- I had on my car originally. Yeah, I like the kit, but the problem is now they don't have it. And, yeah. you know, they warranty their kits, but, uh, you know, they don't carry it anymore, so they can't do nothing for mine. They're like, oh, well, we can give you the V2. The V2 low control discount. arm fits with the V1 kit. Yeah. Because I like had a V2 control arm on the passenger for side. a V2 control arm, and, you know, they're expensive. <laughs> yeah, they are. are pricey. Expensive. But, uh, so the lo- the upper control arm, though, I'm curious about that. Because mine, I, dude, I'm not trying to talk shit or anything, but, like, I dropped it on the floor and it bent. I don't have GK Tech uppers. Oh, you don't I have the okay. because uh, that was the one uppers. downfall of that kit that I did not like. Yeah, Those, no, we the just uppers the I could literally kit. bend them with my hands, like no joke. Yeah, that's kind of wild. That yeah, that's not good. It was sketch. I bent it back in place after I dropped <laughs> it and put it back in. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, let's uh, bend this back out and just bolt it up to my car. Yeah, it'd <laughs> 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 be good. <laughs> well, what do do you have a rear kit in your car then, or is uh no just the it's basic just arms? the fronts? Yeah. So do you have stock arms in the back then? Yes. Oh, do you have yeah. true, true rear coilovers though? I don't have coilovers at all, actually. No way. Why? Straight cutout coilovers. I don't know. I didn't do it. You know, <laughs> I didn't buy the car like you know. I bought the car like that, mm. and I just you know, it's either I got to get good ones or I'm not getting them at all. So it's just cut springs. That's it's just, fair. It's yeah. not even cut. I just got some tying springs on it. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. Just like like some lower yeah. springs. Yeah. Dude, yeah, you, it doesn't look you're like eating it doesn't tires look left and right. But Screw I'm not that. though. That's the thing. I've really only like, probably gone through like four tires. Damn, you know, so you're, you're I can go all day. Fresh to, I like, can drive drifting. at Mid Pond all day on the same, probably two. For well, real. yeah, I mean, not much tires actually touching the roads. <laughs> <laughs> right. That dude, I swear to God, once I got my rear arms in the car and you like feel the grip difference. Yeah, it's like a rocket ship. Oh my God, it's a completely different yeah. car. See, I do want to do that because I do, I, there's no grip in that car. Yeah, there's like, none. There's, there's nothing. Yeah, just, I, I don't even have to try and I just turn in the back end's coming out. Like, I don't want the clutch well, to get If you all. want it the cheat goes. code, all you got to do is get true rear coilovers for yeah. one and then you got to get the camber arm and the toe arm. That's all you need. And you'll get whatever alignment specs you yeah. need out. Yeah, it'll be it'll be so much faster, and then it'll yeah. be predictable in transit, like the transitions and stuff. Yeah, the transitions. Your handbrake will be worth a fuck. Without yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it works now. We got. Uh, no, I'm sure it locks now. very easy. There's no yeah. grip in the rear, but you'll actually be able to use it. Yeah, 
because it'll you'll be able to hold an extra. Well, I'm just gonna get a dual caliper hydro. This is gonna be the alternative. Good idea. Call, what hydro easier. are you gonna go with, actually? Because uh, the with the Z's and the G's, they have all. I don't the, know. Uh, the hidden <sighs> reservoir setups and stuff. I, I did one, but I don't really care about it if it's hit or not. It, it really? can be just bare sticking out. I don't care. Oh, I hate that. I'm just gonna do a chase. Bait Plus, I'm too short, there. so like if I try and put it on my side, the reservoir is all in the way. The seat. I got the opposite I can't problem. Scoot I'm just up. too tall. See, man, short problems fucking suck. That's worse being tall. You know how, how many cars that, I wish I, I could that. get that I could drive. You can reach so much shit on the top shelf. I'm aware, but you know how many little <laughs> things that I can't do. You know, I can't. I can't do. <laughs> I can't do S13s. I can barely do BMWs. I can't go go karting. Be it so really fun. BMWs? Yeah, dude. That's crazy. I was gonna buy a 335. How tall are you? I can't. I'm six nine. Really? Dude. Yeah. So. Wow. It's I didn't realize that. Like, with the helmet on in the car, I think I got like a quarter of an inch. Maybe. I bet you're ding. I kind of had all to over the place. down a little bit and open the sunroof. The, are you running a bucket seat in your car? Stock seat. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. What? You yeah. need to get a seat and you need to get Yeah, that's like one of the and, main priorities. Yeah, and you get, get some camber arms and your car is going to be. There's lots of things we've been looking into getting, but it's, it's, you know, I got the Infinity and now I have an LS400 that we're building out too. Say. And then apart from that, trying to get another car for grip day. Wait, for the LS. Are, you're you're gonna make the LS 400 a drift car? Yeah, Ooh, it's cool. gonna be what like. What transmission are you gonna put in it? I'm just gonna leave it auto, weld the diff, but we're gonna use Why? it at Mid Pond as like <laughs> a rental. Type oh, car. sick! So to let other people come and use it for that's a big car. I went in charge, Harley. Yeah, but it's uh, it's reliable. I mean, that one is true. I mean, oh yeah, it'll just go. I've always loved those cars. I like big body cars. I do too. With the weight transferring, swinging them around in turns yeah. too, it's it's easy. There's one team that I've seen out of NSS one time. They're they have all brown cars and then like yellow tint. You know what I'm saying? Have you seen them before? No, I haven't seen them. But uh, okay. Well, they, there's like three of them. They the all drive Lexuses. They're all like VIP style drift cars. Are they all like the 400s like that? Uh no, one's a IS, uh one's the LS four hundred, and then I think uh SC is the other one. But they're all Lexus, they're yeah. all brown. Yeah, they, they, they all got three the piece wheels. Yeah. They look baller as fuck. See, I don't think I'm gonna spend the money for three piece wheels to make it a drift car though. I mean, I don't blame you, I, no. especially with the prices nowadays. But yeah. if you can fucking do that, shit. oh, they're they're that nice. Don't get me wrong, I'd love to have them. Yeah, but what's y'all's favorite wheel? <laughs> All right, so I really like uh, I'm I'm not a real big uh, like real wheel guy, you know. Okay. But uh, that's fine. I, I really like the look of the BBS CH. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you know what I'm talking about, they have like a really big center, like a concave wheel. Uh, it's like kind of a classic look, you know. Yeah. But uh, not like the mesh classic, but well, I, I like the classic old race wheel. BBS ones that came on the BMWs in the nineties. Oh yeah, yeah, I the like style files. Yeah, you can't beat those. Yeah, I mean, I want to say a T thirty seven just because ah, of its rays, but so you know, basic, though. right? Well, I like minimal, minimal design. That's fair. And that's a real minimal that's look, fair. and they look good. They do. They're basic. They look good. Yeah, you know. I want to see it. Somebody needs to do like a take an actual gram light and send it off to three piece. I want to see <laughs> someone be stupid enough to do something like just that. Be the first one to do it. No, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm not that dumb. 
Hey man, some people get those like base model wheels and they'll send them off and get huge yeah. lips on them and stuff. Like, uh, if you I, look, you might find someone's done it. Maybe. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, since uh, y'all are known for being around Mid Pond, what's everyone seems to kind of have like a funny story, crazy story that they've experienced at Mid Pond. Well, well, you have to host an start. event. I've only been to Mid Pond once. Really? Uh, yeah, I've only been to Mid Pond once. So we're about three hours south of Mid Pond. Okay. Well, south and what southeast over in Georgia, but I've only southeast. been there once. Damn. Yeah. What What did you think of it then? Oh, it was awesome, man. Compared uh, to tracks around. So I mean, really, the only other tracks I've driven have been like huge skid pads, like you know, like Lanier, like that style. Yeah. But uh, no, Mid Pond was sick, man. It makes you drive good, and uh, you know, we got like the best of both worlds that day because it rained until like one o'clock in the afternoon. And then oh, it all yeah. dried up and got dry. <laughs> so we got to like experience mid pond. Nice you know? mud pond. Yeah. It it was super fun. Though. Even if it's dry, it's still mud pond. It, it, oh it's yeah. It's muddy everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, but it was so nice, man. You know, Ken is the man. Like, Dude, always. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone says that. Yeah. Yeah. What, Ken, what's y'all's best Ken, experience with Ken then? Well, Ken's the one that gave me the chance to do what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, because I don't, I don't know. Like, I did the two or three events there before the beginning of the year. And then right before New Year's, he was like, you know, I was doing these monthly and people weren't really coming. So I said, well, look, let me, you know, let me do a monthly and we promote as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And then we'll just, we'll just run them every month. And then we brought the grip days back too, because I work with a partner uh, who does a group called Grip Stars. Yeah, yeah. So we do monthly time attack as well. Sick. So we brought that will group back to the, you know, back to mid pond. And those are very consistent, like the same, same group of people almost every month. Yeah. Had, have you, did you ever host an event before mid pond or did you try to? No, no, so you I just, just went straight to can. No, and... like I met this one guy a year and a half ago, turned out to be not a great person to work with, but kind of got it going and was like, look, we should do an event. So we're looking at tracks and I found mid pond Mm-hmm. And it was real, you know, it was easy to get into it. You didn't, I didn't have to pay some big fee to rent the track. It was just a deposit. How much was a, it at the time? To rent the track or for the deposit? Both. The deposit's five, 500 M. Okay. And you just, uh, I guess it really just depends just on what like kind of day you want to do. But yeah, it pretty want. much gives you your day. And then everyone who pays, you know, that's a tip. It's his yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, to rent the track is like 35 for the day plus insurance. And it gets it gets pricey, but Damn. you know, has it always been that price? Che- I mean, it's a lot cheaper than every other trek. Oh you yeah, know, we've looked I know. into NSS is like five man, to seven like grand now, ten to fifteen for others too. It's it gets oh, real pricey. Dude. Like A and P, sixteen thousand dollars on an off season weekend. That's, That's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. Like I don't expect. How how do they think people can come in there mm-hmm. and even? That's why I talk of, about events a lot. They won't even I know even. all these event hosts, they're not making the money people think they are. No. There's no fucking way. No. And they're all doing it wrong, too, because they're all trying to make the events surrounded around the driver, which isn't, that's not what pay the, pays the bills. Right. They just pay for the track rental. That's it. But what's the crowd of people that come with it? Well, that helps, you know, yeah. too. What, what's your thoughts on some of these bigger events that, that you've seen that you think, like, you want to get to, or you think these people could do better at, or anything like um, that? You know, I'm a little, 
closed off from all that to be honest i don't really follow a lot of it mm -hmm. like i just work too damn much and then when i'm not working it's like i got three kids or i'm designing <laughs> shit or i'm printing or pressing designs it's just i don't have time to follow yeah it's just people do their thing you know i'm glad for them it's good i would like to get to that level that'd be you know that'd be cool mm -hmm. but like there's a lot of stress that comes with that and people don't understand what mm -hmm. goes into planning an event like it's it's a lot more than just oh let's just go here today yeah, yeah. you know it's it's a whole lot so right I guess run me through like step by step what it would take to if someone wanted to go and rent Mid Pond out for a day and just host one event, or well, all they just have wanted to do is it just for call a Ken day. and just say, "Hey, let me rent it," and pretty much pay him, and that's all it is on his end. He's so you don't, you don't have to handle the insurance part. He handles the insurance. And yeah, like, he does the policy. You just go through him. Just hand the yeah. money and your signature, and pretty that's much. about it. Yeah. Or so like for a private day, <laughs> you just email him. You know, yeah. and he's going to say, you know, it's going to cost you $500 deposit. Mm. And that's the minimum for yeah. a private day. So you can have three people go out there. It's $500. But uh, so he has that's like a. Well, bad. they still have their driver fee too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Them. But uh, yeah. if you don't meet the $500 with the driver fee, the price is $500. So oh, the driver oh, fee starts okay. out at like 185 per driver. And like as you get more drivers, it gets a little it bit gets, cheaper. It gets lower. Yeah. Uh, but not much. So we went up there, I think we had like eight of us went up there for a private day. Yeah. And I think we paid like uh like one seventy five a person. And uh we actually <laughs> got crazy. our deposit back because it went over that. Hell yeah. So it was, you know, eight of us driving out there. You know, we had a bunch of people there just hanging out. Yeah. You know, we had like full range of the patio, just out there grilling, hanging out. So after you got the money back, how much did it end up like technically oh, costing each oh, person? It was like one seventy five a driver. And that's that's yeah. honestly not yeah. bad. Just yeah, to I mean, have a simple day to yourself. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah, a little more than a regular event. event at Mid Pond, but you know you're there with just eight people. You can drive all day. Yeah, literally you know? all day. I mean, even with a lot full of people, there are so many people that just don't drive that much. They're just hanging right. out. Yeah, right. They just, yeah. They just want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever have you ever had someone come that was like an asshole or like just see we haven't had any problems with anyone really that's at all. I've never seen any real bad problems no we've not had anyone we haven't had to ask anyone to leave no one's yelling no drama nothing ever and you got oh, people fine. who will, don't even know some of these drivers and they'll you know there'll be contact mm -hmm. you know you think you might get People might get mad about that, but no one seems to really care. Yeah. It just, it There's normally it cooler cars and stuff at Mid Pond, too, I think. I'd say. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot, it's a lot of 350Zs and S13s pretty yeah. much all day. So, so many VQs. So what do you do to kind of promote your your events yourself? Um, It's, it's just Facebook. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. I just, I'll make a flyer, whatever it is, type whatever I want to say about the event, and just... Share it. Share it all over. Damn. That's it. You don't plan on doing like any type of weekly content or anything to kind of help get a little bit more reach or anything like well, that? Well, see, I don't so much. Um, it's just a time thing, really. Like, I try. Yeah. I try. But most of the <laughs> most of the videos and the content my wife does because she does our pictures and Shout our media. Out. Yep. <laughs> so she does all, all of our photography, and she's usually putting them on her page. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So it's still getting out her, there. Her reach is getting out there. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's going. She's behind the camera. That's why I'm looking this way. But, well, cool. Um, 
So, okay. So when did, why did you want to take the initiative yourself to do these events? I just really enjoyed the first one that we did. I just like, it was a good time. My wife was skeptical about it at first. Like, oh, it's, you know, I'm going to go racing. You you know, you can get hurt or something. But, you know, after yeah. that first day that she went there too, she was like, we're good. Let's, Actually, let's this keep is kind of fun. When yeah. are we doing the yeah. next one? <laughs> she enjoyed it. So every, you know, every month it's, she's looking forward to it too. And so are the kids. You know, my kids are getting into it now and they just want to go to the truck. How old so, are your kids? Eight, five, and two. Oh, nice. Have you yeah. ever had any issues with the loud cars around them? Or? Um. They had got some sensory problems, but yeah. you know, the I've always found it gotten She's gotten a little bit more used to it, just yeah, being around it more, huh? Because you'll see it like I'll go to a like LS Fest, for for example, that just happened. You'll you'll walk around and you'll see like a dog with earmuffs. earmuffs on, and then you'll see a freshly, I mean, I swear to yeah, god, like baby. maybe two weeks old baby. Yeah. Just sitting in a stroller, nothing on their ears. Yeah, just chilling. The fucking yeah. LS is screaming two feet away from them. Okay. Just that's, crazy. That's bedtime sounds. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Start them young. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um. Well, what's... uh? So have you ever done any like comp type events? We, or just fun? I did one in How did that go? June. It was okay. Um, it was, I was trying to do it as like Doesn't a two day thing, <laughs> like one skill level drivers one day, one the next day. Okay. Um, well, no one signed up for the higher skill level day, like at all. Why do you think people, Just... well, cause I had prizes and I had cash prize. Like we put up money, um, no some merch, some other things. And so everyone signed up for like the amateur day. <sighs> so I had just one day. It was just, it was just all over amateur class, but yeah. Two people came that shouldn't have been an amateur league at all. Yeah. Uh, Cabot Cardoso. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Pr- yeah. And Austin East. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they kind of just did their own thing. And I let them do a couple of, you know, little battles against each other. And I, they got their own little prize. Oh, yeah. they were just, damn. I mean, it wouldn't have been fair, honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if yeah. they were against the other people. So yeah, that's kind of what happened. Kind of just with let them do Scott. their thing. Recently, the two for one of the two forty five comps Riverside was doing. It was like a three day long event, but like the first two days were fun days, and then Sunday was supposed to be the comp. Literally, dude, by the time the comp was supposed to start, there was like four drivers. <laughs> I was like, "How the fuck?" He was like, "Scott, I guess you won. You're the last one here. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, whatever." So that sucks, though. Do you ever plan on doing another one? Yeah. So next season coming up um well for that one that we did uh, i had andy hardy come out from Clarksville drift nice and he helped me run a little bit and then we got to talking during that day and we're gonna got a whole series we're gonna try to do next year uh, like a feeder series into east 10 so like the okay. winner can get what pro-am license, license and to. yeah be able to drive an east I've 10 seen like a paid multiple, entry into east 10 yeah i've seen multiple people yeah. doing that now i think that's a good idea yeah so how did y'all run the comp at mid pond like did y'all just have a few corners y'all were running so we did it all right so you know the back straight yeah. all right so yeah. we did it reverse starting on the back straight i, I want to drive coming around i never have driven mid pond it was the first Reverse is totally different. I'm sure the whole track is is, is not the same. That, that's how I mess my car up going reverse, <laughs> and I'm not doing it anymore. Fair enough. Uh, just start them all on the back straight, and it was the first, you know, that turn on that corner, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, the inside sweeper turn, mm-hmm. and then that one, I guess that real tight hairpin by the pond. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then around. Yeah, yeah. So they came around, around that back corner and then they did that hairpin. Yeah, so it was like a four right? turn zone, yeah. I guess. And they and kind of ended like, so did they end before the pond? Or, or no, was that part of the pond? Okay. Ended so did after the, you know, where you enter and exit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that so last it's right level. there. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's pretty much the It was whole a little track. different. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Damn. Okay. And we just had a couple of people sitting in the little tree stand out there uh, so they can. Those were the judges. Oh, hell. (laughs) (laughs) Just put them up high somewhere, whatever. Yeah. You know, let someone else judge it, too, because I don't want to be. Oh, yeah. You don't want to hear. I don't want to. I don't want nothing to do with it. So, yeah, I had Andy and his his friends do it. So what were what were some main things that Andy kind of shed some light on for hosting events? Because um, I, I would, I, he's pretty good at hosting events. He's pretty good at what he does. Definitely, that's so. Working with him next year is going to help mm-hmm. a lot to get in more into the comp. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. That's the first thing. I'm like, well, let's just try it. You know, why not? So cars, track. What I mean, could go wrong. I don't people, know. People want to drive. People like free money. You know. Yeah. I just went with it. I just tried. It was worth the shot. Yeah. How yeah. much was the grand prize, by the way? Uh, well, it was only three hundred dollars. <laughs> Hey, that's still and a trophy and at the time i'm sure that was like companies uh, like yeah enough for a set of tires it probably. was like 300 300 yeah. uh for each class oh you sick know? so okay i mean it's something i, I would have made it's it not a lot 200 like, and 400 but you know whatever whatever you know. <laughs> just like but it ended up not being anything for the other class because there was only two people i was like look fair enough I was, look it's just y'all too i was like i don't really have a cash prize to give y'all since so it's just y'all too yeah you know because i was kind of basing it off of if everyone signed up too, like if it yeah, right. filled up, and I went out there for a lot, sixteen a day. That's yeah. all I was looking for. I ended up with fourteen. Yeah. Total. So, you know, it was a little odd to run it because it was an odd number mm-hmm. for you know after the brackets broke down. Yeah. But give somebody a buy. It out. Yeah, someone got a buy. But whatever, it worked just out. Toss for it, whatever. Pull hat, pull yeah. names out of a hat. Some fuck it. Well, I just based it off of who would probably win against someone else. Oh. <laughs> so I just let that other guy get the buy just to give him another little that shot. That works too. You know? Yeah. Like I would hate to go to a comp in my very first run. Done. Yeah. That's it. I'm out. Yeah. And then like, you that's a bummer. sit out that and watch the Like I know that's part of it. Like that's the reality of it. But like it's yeah. still a bummer. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's why I just, I can't do comps. I, I won't refuse I won't to. personally do a comp. But I I just I'll, have I'll too much them. of a competitive like nature. I'll I'll get into it. I'll crash. I'll get fucking pissed if I lose. I'd, I'd probably hit somebody. Yeah, I, just don't, I don't know, know if I would, go that far. I don't but, mean like physically know. hit. I mean like Maybe I would want to be as close <laughs> as I could, and I would probably hit somebody. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think I'm that good, man. And I just want to drive no, that too. Either. I don't. I definitely yeah. don't think I'm that good. Yeah, I don't know if I want to pay more money to go do a competition where I could pay less and drive all day long. Yeah, I would you just know, pay the extra money for comp and just go to those uh, camp drift and those. Yeah. those days. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm traumatized from my first like comp experience. Have y'all heard? Did y'all hear that story on the pod? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've had it. If you yeah heard it, oh yeah, times. first lap, dude, it was great. It was like straight up. It was the first DK comp that Clarksville ever did, ever. It was battles. We pulled names out of the hats. You know, I got this dude with a red Corvette. I had tandem oh, with him a couple times. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so somehow we got first fucking battle. All right, whatever. And then t- coin toss to see who lead, who you know gets to choose if they want to lead or chase first. And he won the to- coin toss and picked leading first for some reason. Don't know why, but he, you know how the Clarksville setup chase. is. 
Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, all right, I guess yeah, it's cool. Clarksville you gave me the best like part. A, yeah, it, doesn't Clarksville kind of start at the top and have like a drop big down? drop? Yeah, the way we were running it, the way we were running it for that comp was you started at the top of the hill, came down, and then you went into the figure eight. Uh, and then there's that barrel at the bottom. So his car is faster than mine, of course. And then so he, I was trying to catch up once we were coming down the downhill, and he made it around the cone, but like he kind of booted the cone. So I was handbrake pulling, trying to make it around, and then he booted it. So I clutch kicked and tried to catch up. As soon as I clutch kicked, dude, he parks it right in the middle of the track, which we were totally cool. Yeah, we're, yeah it was totally fine. But and, and just, you were committed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was no stopping the car at that point. Yeah. Uh, so traumatized for my comp experiences and never going to do that. But Maybe one day you can go back and do it. I doubt no, it. No, <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, someone wants to loan me a car to go do it, sure. There you go. But now that it's so much fucking money in that thing, no, it's pointless. It's like seeing some of those people drift with Skylines. I just don't see why. I mean, it, you know, they're there's great so much cars. Money into those cars. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. I think the put, motor gets a bad rep. Put that kind of car on a track. Well, that, yeah. You got to take one that's already kind of had a little love. There's, there's these two guys that come out. One's got an R32. The purple the other, one? No, it's all silver. Oh. Straight silver. And another guy's got a gold uh, Supra. And yeah. I just yeah. don't see yeah, those they'd guys be out there wild. drifting it. Yeah. Man, I guess they got it like crazy. that, though, man. <laughs> yeah, if you got it, so be it. <laughs> yeah. I made my own little great value version there Skyline. <laughs> I'll take it. I'd rather crash that than crash anything else. Yeah, and front's all tube front, so I can just remake yeah. it if I need to, you know. Minimal. Exactly. It's not too bad. Shit. So, with your event hosting, I know you mentioned that you wanted to kind of venture, away, not necessarily away from Midpond, but to some other tracks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, what What are your plans? What kind of tracks are you trying to go to? Um, what's, well, it'll what's be idea? Cool. So, next year, it's Midpond, uh, Clarksville, Silver Dollar. And hopefully, driven luck. I've spoke with them a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of weeks or like a month or yeah, two ago. They're very late they back. Started. Hit them up whenever. I'm sure. Right. I can only hope because that looks like a pretty good little track too. Yeah, and they're they're yeah. in a very like good situation right now. They're they're paying for the track themselves. Yeah. Like they're not going to be renting anything. They just have to right. worry about the necessities of like what you need to have to run an event, yeah. and they're golden after that. So I think that's going to be a track that would be very prime location. Oh yeah, definitely. It'll probably be around for a while. It's not that far away either. It's like two hours, I think, from where we're at. So it's not even that bad of a drive. And it's ran by people that actually give shit about drifting. So (laughs) it's very drift dedicated. Makes it worth it. Yeah. So we'll run through some, I guess, when, how many, you know, you're planning on doing at these other tracks, stuff like that. Well, I'm not sure, uh, no. just because like every month I'm doing something at Midpond, mm-hmm. so I don't know if I'm trying to do some more in between or if I'm going to take oh. time off from Midpond and just skip, you know, like do Midpond one month, go somewhere else. What are you leaning towards somewhere else as of right now? After. Um, to to do that pretty much, like have Midpond do like every every three months or something, or every okay. other month, and then get. A different track in between. Have a fill-in. Yeah. Okay. What do you, what track are you trying to venture to more for those fill-ins? Because um, I would personally say Clarksville is cool, but like yeah. 
it's the same fucking shit over and over again. That's the right. only thing you're gonna run into with Clarksville. And they they're not right. gonna they're not gonna put the I money mean, into it. It's so. you know it's I gotta start somewhere. So well, of course, you no know, yeah, go yeah. Clarksville. Uh, I talked to one of the guys that does the North Florida Drift Federation thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I yeah. talked about maybe doing a comp over there with him at Five Flags. So I don't know. It's just it's kind of just whatever track is gonna allow us oh. to do it. Really, <laughs> I mean. That's really what it comes down to. Because a lot of these trucks are going kind of private now where they want to do their own. Yeah. And they're not really wanting people to come I and hate that host shit, their dude. own Fuck thing. That. So, Because yeah. I, I think that event hosts should like almost team up because there's becoming right. too many events that right. drifters are almost spoiled now where they're like, they have to choose between which events yeah, to go to. That's a problem too. Like a lot of events are on the same weekends as other events. And it becomes a battle of like, well, which one am I going to go to? Or, Mm -hmm. you know. How have you worked around that? Just just let it ride, yeah. Just just let it it go. (laughs) I mean, people are going to show up. It's mid-bomb. People want to drive mid-bomb. That that is a good thing to have. Because mid-bomb is just one of those places. I think the lowest day we've had was like 20 drivers. So, I mean, it's not. That's still a good amount. They're good. Every weekend, it's, it's pretty good. What, what's the most? The 42. We did 42 in April. Yeah, I bet y'all was packed in there. And then like last <laughs> last weekend, we had 39. Damn. So, like, it gets... It stays consistent. It gets like tight. Like, they've the street, been... Man. man. <laughs> well, yeah, I've yeah. been there when that's yeah. that's happening. That's yeah. We had, hitting on the street. like, a mile of cars. <laughs> probably almost a mile down of just spectators park. Because we had, like, 60 or 70 people out there spectating, too. Oh my god! So like, yeah, that's a bunch of folks. Parking yeah. is an issue, a big issue there. Yeah, but I mean, he makes it work. That, yeah, I, I don't mean, know how we, he does. I've talked about it plenty he, of times. He's, he's like kind of has to. He doesn't really have a choice. Yeah, you know, just... I bet he's amazing at Tetris. I'm serious, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I think part of that makes Bid Pond even more special, though. Like it oh, makes yeah. like everyone's right there on top of each other. Like right. you don't have a choice but to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, yeah. As opposed it to a huge place. Real a real sense of like a community right with, yeah you know when it's like that you think that's what kind of sets apart from other tracks probably like that track has got a whole different i'm sure it's a whole different vibe than everywhere else yeah like, oh, it is. it's so it's like back. it's like a laid back it's laid back but it's like a party it's know? all because it's like, of ken though it's just yeah. he's right He's just the most relaxed track owner I've ever seen. I mean, he's inside half the time. He don't even... Yeah. He's he's like, yeah, let me know out. if anything bad happens. Yeah. If the cops get pretty called, much, I guess, let me know. That's pretty much how he lets it do. Like, he'll he'll come out and do his driver's <laughs> meeting in the morning, and then he just disappears. That's and he'll walk I'm around a little bit, talk, talk to some people, and then that's it. He disappears again. Yeah. Take his car out for a lap. <laughs> no, nah, he hasn't done that yet. I was up there uh, for one of your. He had groups. his little Ford out there. One yeah, time. yeah. Oh yeah. About, yeah, yeah. He has a little thirty-two Ford. It's like a hot rod. A little, yeah. It's tight. <laughs> yeah, was you on the track. I haven't seen it in person. I though. think he has pictures of it on his Facebook, on Ken's Facebook. Hmm. It's like a little blue hot rod. Yeah, little flames on it and yeah, everything. It's tight. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, have you ever been to any events at Clarksville or any of these other tracks? Or are you just kind of just? Like I said, I just kind of jumped into it, and then it's been mid-pond for a year. I haven't gone anywhere else. Import Alliance here and there for the drifting, but yeah, that's it. Well, all right, so then what is your what is your kind of game plan for future? Where are you trying to grow this thing to? Or is this just something you're just doing just for hobby reasons or whatever? I mean, I really kind of just enjoy doing it. I'm not going to lie. Like, There's no like real goal to it? At not all? entirely. Any hopes? I mean, it would be great. <laughs> 
<laughs> to be able to do an event like every other weekend traveling around doing them mm-hmm. that be my job you know that's that's what i do that would be yeah. ideal but you know have you turned any profit at all from any of them yes if you, um, if you don't want to talk you don't yeah, have to but it's i don't know it's like a give and take because i have a partner yeah so like uh all of our profits are based off of how both days perform okay so like if one is not so great then that leaves a negative balance going into yeah, the following course. day. So y'all kind of so, like splitting profit is how y'all doing it. Yeah, basically yeah. like right and, down the middle. And y'all are like yeah. splitting costs as well up front. Yeah, everything. Okay. Yeah, everything is pretty much a split. So okay. So how much does it normally cost you to run one of these events entirely? Well, a weekend, a, a two day rental, doing how we do it. You know, one drift day, yeah. one time attack day. Uh, with the truck rentals and insurance, it's seventy two hundred, like for the all weekend. in all, all in. So it's not as bad as I. It's expected, not bad, really, but you know, the grip days are cheap to drive. Yeah. So you know, you need like thirty five people out there to make that day even. Mm-hmm. And there's just I bet it's hard to pull thirty five. I mean, twenty five to thirty is where it's at every time. So yeah. it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, at least it's, 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 it's pretty much a break even every time. For so, the most all, part. like, yeah, over a year yeah. span, if you calculate it all together, oh, you win some, you lose we some. We might not even be up breaking. then. If not you, even if breaking even. In like that. Yeah. Because only Damn. some, like, yeah, you think, oh, well, profit, but like, it's very minimal. Yeah. It's very every, minimal. Dude, every event. Like, I'll make more I money selling merch than I will off of truck profits. So, we'll just put it that way. That's so wild. Yeah, I don't understand how event hosts do it. No, I couldn't I do you gotta, it. You got to have a passion for it. I think you it just have absolutely. to want to do it. I mean, I would and be I really out. just want to do it. I mean, I, yeah, I'd be stressed out putting all that money up and just praying. Oh, people it's are yeah, come, it's stressful. Know? That's it's a lot stressful. of like that's a good amount of money to just gamble. Yeah, with. it's not cheap. But like, oh, especially to not even drive. What, it? what part of drifting is? Fuck, cheap, man! <laughs> you didn't even get to enjoy it driving it. I mean, I enjoy. I get my enjoyment out of it. You know, I drive sometimes. It's just, but you know, now that I don't have a car, yeah, it's just a, just a hurdle, hurdle to get over. Damn. So you gonna bring? The, when's the car supposed to come back then? Or you hope to have it back? Well, it needs a new engine, so that's supposed to get picked up next week. So I'm hoping to have it back by the end of October. Okay. So and we don't have an event in October. We're gonna go to theirs. On the fourteenth and fifteenth, but cool. Apart from that, we don't have our own, so yeah, we were gonna do Import Alliance, and that's kind of still up in the air. So I don't know. Import Alliance is fine, and but yeah, we're gonna go to the one in Kentucky. That's stressful. Yeah, well, we wouldn't really be we wouldn't be driving in it, but mm-hmm. you know, I with my little company, uh, I have like a little team of drivers, like a little sponsored team driver list. Sick, okay. And we were all going to just go to Import Alliance together. Yeah, yeah, Get everyone, just go get a big Airbnb, just yeah. have a weekend, you know. Yeah, yeah. just hanging Mini out. Mini vacation. Right, yeah. right. Probably still will, but we're just not going to yeah. drive it anymore. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess, tell me about this silver, silver dollar stuff. Because I know I've posted on my stories about it a couple of times, and it seems to be getting some good reactions out of people. So what it what do yeah. you think about it? So uh, about a year ago, um, there was word that they were going to start building a road course mm-hmm. uh, dedicated just for drifting. 
you know, possibly later, maybe doing go-karts on it or something as well. Yeah. But uh, mainly just drifting. And um, about that time, they also had a large parking lot paved, uh, you know, fresh asphalt. Uh, it's pretty big. But uh, they started running skid pad days out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this was like last May. And uh, so they were trying to like, you know, see how much like traction drifting could get in that area. So, uh, so I guess Silver Dollar, that's in Reynolds, Georgia, just by the way. It's mm-hmm. kind of out in the middle of nowhere, uh, dead center between Columbus, Georgia, and Macon, Georgia. For reference, how close to Lanier? I, I know you said it off camera. All right, but... so from Lanier, it might be about two and a half, two hours south of Lanier. Uh, central Atlanta, it's like an hour and a half from Central Atlanta. Okay. Uh, just straight south. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, so they started doing uh, these skid pad days out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of gaining traction. I think they had five events last year, and then um, did did they see some decent success out of those? Or uh, yeah. So the first one, I can't remember how many cars were there, but there was a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, a whole lot of cars. Um, so that event, usually the first one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it was a new place. Uh, everyone was stoked. They're like, oh, like new place to drift. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So that day, they also had a drag event because uh, Silver Dollar Motorsports Park is a quarter-mile drag strip. Mm-hmm. So uh, when they did that, they actually had to put a wall up on the road that runs beside the skid pad uh, just because the drag racers would be coming up that road. So we had okay. to enter at a different part of the skid pad. Uh, it was still super fun. Uh, just like a, like a really technical track, like a lower speed but then the second event and all the ones after that, we were actually entering on the road that those drag racers were using. And we were, I mean, most people are seeing, you know, 50 to 70 to 80 mile an hour entries into this skid pad. And, uh, the fucking parking lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, pretty much, but I mean, that was pretty quick for, you know, a parking lot. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so there was a lot of people at that event too. It's like the smoky stadium events. Uh, you can that? get uh up in I think Knoxville technically. Okay. Um, it's a pretty big like parking lot, and it's just it's a huge. they just do a big figure eight it's basically, huge. yeah. And you're it's like eighty mile per hour figure eight. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I resemble it too. Yeah. So like, uh, back to these events they were having as it went on. Um, no, there was less attendance to the, the yeah. the skid pad events, and then um. 2023 rolls around and there's been nothing at all uh, and here we are it's uh what middle of september yeah and there hasn't been Season's an event almost yet. over right so uh and uh so do you know their reasoning for why they haven't done one this year no no um why is that or they uh, just i'm not really sure uh i mean possibly I don't even know. I mean, they just they, wouldn't even know where to go. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, they haven't had any. Um, you know, uh, so I'm with a group called Fall Line Drift. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty new, and most of us are from well, all of us are from Columbus, Georgia. Yeah, and um, so that track is 45 minutes from us. So all year we're like, oh, like when they're going to do it again? Like when they're going to have another event? Because it was cool driving 45 minutes to go drive the street, street your car there, and then you're back home by like nine o'clock. Yeah. You know. But, um, so then, oh, it must have been early August, possibly late July. 
can't exactly remember when, but uh, the owner of Silver Dollar Motorsports Park, he he did like a little live stream just talking on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, it had been like week after week after week of his drag events getting rained out. <laughs> um, That sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, he was maybe not upset. I, I, I don't know how you'd explain it, but like it was bothering him, you know. And, and, yeah, of course. Enough for him to go live and talk about it. And then during all that, he talked. He started talking about the drift track. Mm-hmm. So it's like the first anyone's heard about it in almost a year is when he went live on that. Yeah, and uh, solve a lot of problems. Yeah, and and that's what he was saying. He was like, you know, you know, we're thinking about doing this drift track still. And, you know, the drifters, if it rains, they're still going to come out and drive. Mm-hmm. And so when we saw that, uh, we pretty much like. Or a little group of guys that go drive together to like like at events, you know, event happens, we all go up there together. Yeah. We started talking and we were like, Well, let's put like a little team together and see if we can't help him out. That's yeah, Silver Dog. Help push us a little bit. Right. So I mean we we got it together fairly quickly. We met with him in person and uh he's gonna bring drifting back to the skid pad. And um so Reynolds is going to be hosting these events mm-hmm. and we're just offering, I mean, we're pretty much volunteering to help him run the events. Yeah, yeah. How often are you trying to host the events? So right now his schedule is booked out on the drag strip for the rest of the year. So you can run them in conjunction at the same time. But like just I said, odd uh, layout. Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of the same layout. You just lose that fast injury. Uh, yeah. Like the the waiting and grid time is longer when the mm-hmm. drag days are going on, so we kind of want to stay away from. Well, he wants to stay away from doing that just so people can have a better time driving. Yeah, and um, so he's booked out the rest of the year, but uh, hopefully, you know, beginning of the next year, he'll have a full schedule, and he can find you know weekends here and there. Yeah, to yeah. do some uh, some dedicated drift days out there. Is there good like spectating spots out there? Because since it's just a skid pad, yeah. So they have um, it's kind of hard to explain. Maybe I can get you some like overhead shots of everything. Mm-hmm. But um, so where the skid pad is, there's also like a small like grass field like right across from the skid pad, and they have like a like a big concession building right there and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that's usually well where there'll be uh the spectators and stuff, and he'll set up like bleachers over there and stuff. Yeah. So they have like a full view of the skid pad. Does the the layout run near the spectators? Because yes. I've always found uh, that I mean, to be very important for drift events. So I want to say, uh, so the road that you drive on where you enter into the skid pad, there might be like 40 feet of grass and then there would be the bleachers right there. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty close. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of the people taking pictures and videos and stuff, they would be there. Oh yeah, and um, but I mean it's all pretty close. Cause like I think uh like Jersey, New Jersey, uh E Town, their their track just gets a lot of spectators and stuff just because of the way the track is. Like right. you got both sides just full bleachers where you can see everything. Yeah, and your the cars are actually coming up right by where the bleachers are. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's very similar. 
Yeah, there's plenty of people to like stay in it and like actually cheer you on, slapping the walls, stuff like that, yeah. which is obviously that's a little dangerous sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, uh, having that media zone of the track, I think, is very important and really pulls a lot of people in. Right. Yeah. So the way the skid pads also, uh, like the way it's set up, you have like a big portion of the skid pad, and there's a small. It's about the uh, thirty feet wide, mm-hmm. connecting a big skid pad and the smaller one. And in between that's a grass section. So uh, the track owner will let some media go out there, like, into that part. Because it's mm. technically, like, part of, like, a hot track, you know? Yeah, yeah. But he'll let them go out there, and it's, like, right in the middle of the, sk- like, the two skid pads. Better know? let people go out there. Huh? Better let people <laughs> yeah. go out there. Especially, like, that. that's one. Since I do media and stuff, I've finally gotten, like, open to that world. If a track is very strict on where you can go as a media person, that pisses me off so fucking much. Yeah. I cannot stand that. <laughs> like, I understand you got insurance to deal with, but like, it, I'm already signing your waiver. Let me go where I want to get my shot and just leave it alone. Like that, yeah. it's very simple. Uh, a lot of bigger events are like that. Yeah. In Salem, when for Riverside events, dude, I can go anywhere. Like anywhere I want in that track, yeah. nobody says a fucking word. Yeah, you just put a vest on and go. Yeah, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, so we're we're having or Silver Dollars throwing this uh, event coming up, and hopefully next year we'll have more. But uh, so all the funds he's making after he covers the cost of operating the drift day, all mm. of it's going directly towards the drift track. Nice. So um, he has like some other plans and stuff to try to get some more money for it, but he is for it, and he understands that getting that drift track could be a very steady like source of income for Mm -hmm. his track i mean this is what he does i mean he's a track owner you know he wants to see his track stay open but he understands that if he has that you know people are going to come and um so how much of an investment is he looking at to get this road course done then so when we talked to him he was um estimating around four hundred thousand to get the whole track damn yeah, so the 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 whole road course is about uh it's like right at a mile long. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you some pictures and you can yeah yeah put, we'll throw them up yeah, there and stuff. Yeah, you can put them up on the screen and uh let people take a look at them. But um, it's a fairly good sized track. Uh, we went out there and measured it all the other day. Uh, it's thirty feet wide, like minimum. Some of the turns were thirty five feet wide. And Fuck yeah. And he has plans to, you know, make some of the turns just a little bit wider, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, it's a good sized track. It's not super huge, like, you know, like Road Atlanta or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I think it'll have a really good feel to it. Okay. It's not going to be so tight where it's mega sketchy, but it's going to be tight enough where it's going to keep you on your toes. You yeah. Stack yeah. cars up in there. So, okay. Okay. Run me through, like, what your idea of, what would probably be the most like fluent track layout to do there. Cause I know there's a lot of cut throughs There's or going to be a lot of cut throughs where you could do run multiple layouts and stuff like that. Which one are you kind of seeing to be the best option? What, what do you mean? I'm so like if, if we're looking at the track, the layout okay. of the track yeah. and let's say, in, obviously you probably wouldn't run the entire track for a layout right oh why not you right. get out there and hop that's the whole track. a whole yeah. a mile long track yeah so that's that's <laughs> gonna be a thing y'all are gonna do the full track length 
of events or hoping to. Yeah, ho- hoping to. Okay. You know, get out there, do a few hot laps. So well, let's car say... starts getting hot, you can hop off. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, some places uh, like Lanier. If, have you ever been to an event oh, in yeah. Lanier? And they do like the hot lap days and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can get out there, run six to eight laps, and just car starts getting hot. I mean, that's probably a couple miles, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But, um... Well... So like for let's say it's a beginner day or something okay. and you want to you want to make sure to section off a, a part of the track for the experienced guys so they can just go out there and get seat time all day and then section off another part of the track for beginners. Would y'all do it that way or would you just use like the skid pad for the beginners? Yeah, so you know, we really haven't I mean the the course is not done yet. Well, yeah, know? of course. So yeah. When you put like when you post a picture of this course, you'll be like people will be able to visualize it. But mm-hmm. um, one of the options also to not save on money, but to get something there sooner, yeah. is to pave a portion of the track. And the track does ha- well, like the finished track does have plans to have a bunch of cut throughs to change layouts and stuff. But um, absolutely. I mean, if you had a big track day and the full track was done, you could have a group of people on one side of the track, another pe- like group of people on the other side of the track. Mm-hmm. And if there wasn't a drag day, or maybe even if there was a drag day, you could have a donut place on the skid pad. Like people learning how to do donuts and figure eights and things like that. Yeah, yeah. But okay. um Yeah, I think to start though, you know, obviously paving the whole thing right off the bat would be pretty penny. optimal. You know, <laughs> well I mean it'd be I mean be, that, I, yeah, that would be, be the, the best. ideal position. But um to be but in. if he can get enough money to, you know, just pave like two thirds of the track. Yeah. Um, so you you were telling me kind of what part of it. So let's uh, I'll throw a picture on the screen. Act as if I were sitting here looking at the actual picture. What section of it would you yeah, you can pull yeah, your yeah, phone I mean, out if you want to. One of the options um so I guess first off there's a uh, there's like a water runoff that runs through a portion of the track. Mm-hmm. That will have to be, you know, have to uh bury some culverts there and have some water diversion and stuff to make it so the track can go over that which will be even more money to do something like that. Yeah. But um, if he looped it before that, you'd have about two-thirds of the track, and it would be, I mean, you'd have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine turns in uh, two-thirds of the track. And, a lot of turns. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of turns, and uh, I mean, it's a fairly large track. But, so what would you say the average like speed going through the entire course will be i know there's obviously going to be some fast turns but let me see what would your guess just what you think maybe i don't know maybe anywhere from 35 45 miles an hour okay uh so pretty yeah i mean technical more or less yeah i mean there might be some spots you there's like some straights in there if they do the full course and you could probably like come in hammering on your car and get yeah. it real quick yeah but um I think it'll be fairly similar to mid pond, but uh, just bigger, like a lot wider just and blown, stuff. Yeah, just blown out. You know, a little bit faster, a little bit wider. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! But I mean, I think it'll be a fairly. I mean, not super slow, but okay. I mean, I think, I think some of these higher horsepower guys that are all gripped up, I think they can really be scooting through there. Mm-hmm. So, do you see any hopes for like? once it's finished and like it's got a little bit of a reputation or something maybe got 
plenty of bleachers and stuff for spectators. Do you think an FD event or something like that could be possible at a track like this? Or is it going to be big enough? I mean, I think it'd be possible they could have some competitions there. Probably not fast enough of a track. Yeah, I don't think it'd be big enough and fast enough for like FD level. Okay. I mean, like, I mean, those guys are driving like Road Atlanta and yeah, yeah, a huge, super fast track. What about like a Clutch Kickers Riverside Drift style series? Be about perfect. Absolutely. I I never went to Emerald Coast, but uh, parts of this track give off heavy Emerald Coast vibes. Emerald Coast, I would actually. Compare it to Mid Pond really? very well. Okay. The width of the track, like it was maybe five feet wider than Mid Pond's track after they extended it in mm-hmm. areas. Um, but yeah, it's that that was a great track. I absolutely yeah. loved Emerald Coast. Yeah, we were actually making plans to go down there, and then like yeah. a few months later, damn, gone. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I went down the. I think it was the second year they were doing it. They had a fun day. Yeah, and. Boy, was it hot that day. Fuck. Yeah, it's like right there by the beach, too, man. Yeah. You're spitting in the sand and shit. <laughs> the Florida sun just bakes you. Yeah. That was a weird experience, though, because I, I stayed at a condo at the beach and, like, nowhere to park your trailer. Luckily, yeah. there the condo that I was at, there was another condo next to it, and then they owned this empty lot that had one gate that was open. They were like, <laughs> just go park it down there. We're not going to tell anyone. Just leave it there for the two nights that you're here, right. and it's it's it was cool as fuck. I got a picture of it. I'll, <laughs> if I can find it, I'll throw it up there. But it's truck and trailer, race car, beach view in the back. I'm like, nice. dude, I'll never see this again. This <laughs> <Yeah>. is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So what? You don't have anything like secretive, I guess, about the track that you could share? Uh, no, man. Uh. So we're just trying to be grungy details. No, I mean we're just trying to be as open as possible. I mean, I've told you roundabout what they think the cost is going to be. Well, I say yeah, the cost. He's that's hard to estimate, anyways. Yeah, I mean, but but he's consulted with like paving companies, Mm -hmm. and uh, I mean that's a pretty solid number. Yeah, but uh, I mean we just want to be as open with everybody at this event that we're having. It's going to be October fourteenth and fifteenth. The Silver Dollars having down there. I mean, we want to get everyone that wants to walk over to the road course to put their feet on the road course and look at it for themselves, mm-hmm. walk around the whole road course. And that means post a picture of it, tag yeah. them, yeah. do all, make sure it's getting its Yeah, But we just, I mean, the main thing, I mean, we just want a place to drive this local, that's yeah. not three hours away from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want Silver Dollar Motorsports Park to stay open. Yeah. And we want, you know, I mean, we want, the money from that road course to help them stay open. Okay. You know what so I mean? what, what kind of goal do you need to hit for this first event in order to kind of set that tone into place? Uh, I don't really have an answer for that. Not uh, a certain amount of people or yeah. anything like that. No, I mean, I think the biggest thing is we're just trying to bring the exposure back to silver dollar motorsports park. Mm-hmm. Since they haven't had a drifting event in like a year, I mean, I think most people just kind of figured, oh well, the road course is not happening; it's done. Yeah, they're not even doing events on the skid pad anymore. Um, when we first, you know, put our little team together, made a Facebook page, you know, it didn't it gained a fair bit of traction in the first couple of days. Uh, I mean, nothing crazy. We only have like a few yeah, hundred yeah. like people following it, but uh, when we posted the picture. 
of like an aerial shot of what you know like a graded road course mm-hmm. and you know pretty much said that it's still in the works i mean it that blew up yeah uh you know, like absolutely blew up uh it, i mean it seems like everyone's excited you know yeah but we just want to see the tracks open we just want to have a place for us to drive for everyone else to drive you know yeah and you said what the nearest track is three hours. Which one is that? Yeah. So from Columbus, like the nearest track would be, uh, well, caffeine and octane Lanier. Yeah. Okay. Up in uh, Brazelton, it's right at three hours away, and then it's you crazy. have Mid Pond, which is right at three hours away. And those are the only other two, uh, relatively close. Yeah, I mean that I'm aware of. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So how far have you traveled for an event? So my first bunch of events, uh, yeah. <laughs> they were all at Lanier. I mean, that's I mean, when I started, I didn't really know of a lot of other places. But um, so I mean, you know, you got six hour drive time to the track and back home every time I went and drove. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, we went to uh, Mid Pond uh, earlier this year, and that was same deal. But uh, every time we've drove that wasn't at Silver Dollar was at least three hours. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. And that's because I feel like Atlanta, there's a lot of, that's a big, decent-sized drift scene. I would oh, say. yeah. I mean, and so, you know, what Caffeine and Octane is doing is great. I mean, they have drifting every other Friday. I'm glad they ventured into drifting yeah. and not just that and, silly car show every week. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, but it's a bunch of yeah. old heads and, like, yeah. it just gets annoying. Yeah, I mean, but they're doing their thing and they're making it work. Yeah. And there's, they still have drifting at the at the racetrack, which is awesome. Yeah. I think it's still a place to drift. You know, I think it was a little bit of a concern when they bought the track. Like no one knew what was going to happen when they bought the track. Well, yeah. And then they were like, all right, yeah, we're still doing drifting. Everyone was, let's go. A plus <laughs> in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I know, I don't know how many people go like are at those Friday night drifts when they do them. But, uh, I know, you know, there's constantly people out there doing it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but having Reynolds being 45 minutes down the road, uh, that's Silver Dollar Motorsports Park, mm-hmm. it was tight, man. All of us were stoked. We got up late, you know, Yeah. but still super early. You know, <laughs> we weren't getting up at 5 and like, leaving at 5 in the morning to go to the track. Yeah. You know, we all linked up at 8 o'clock, and we were like, all right, let's street our cars out there and go drive. You Shit. Know? <laughs> Cowboys. Yeah. Um, well, do you have any idea of what, like, ticket pricing and stuff will be? It com- Compared to what it used to be, yeah. So shit, man, I'm sure it's going up. So when they were doing it last uh, last year, I'm not exactly sure, like the back end of everything, like the cost and of insurance and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, all the skid pad events they were having were right around or just a little bit less than a hundred dollars for the day. That's not bad. It's not bad. And then uh, so this one that they're hosting. In October, uh, the 14th and 15th, it's going to be a Saturday and Sunday, and they're doing 150 for both days or $100 for one day. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. And um, we felt like that was pretty on par with what was happening before. Yeah. And, um, you know, buy one, get one half off. <laughs> you know, if you want to come down. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. And they have a huge area out there, so they're allowing people that come down, they can camp for free. There you uh, go. They have on like on site concessions there. Yeah. Uh I guess you can kinda of compare it to like a ballpark food. Okay. Except it's not ballpark food prices. 
you're not paying sick. Yeah, I mean you're not paying fifteen twelve dollars for, for a him. burger. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean it's very reasonable. I mean, I was surprised. Yeah, and they give you like some food, bunch of food. Oh yeah, big old drink and stuff, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, but we feel like the pricing's on par, you know. Okay, but um, is there like is there plenty of park stores and like gas stations stuff hotels stuff like that around i don't know if there's any hotels in reynolds but uh there is a napa like right across the street pretty much that's tight <laughs> there you go yeah but i mean hotels are probably within 20 minutes or so right yeah Easy. i mean so you have uh columbus and you have macon on either side of reynolds and mm-hmm. each of those is about 45 minute drive just depending on which way you want to go it's a little bit of a hike, but it's not horrible. Yeah. I mean, if you're driving, you know, three hours to come down there and you don't want to camp. Yeah. What yeah. about Airbnbs? They got any Airbnbs up? Who? Maybe. Maybe? Yeah. You might be <laughs> staying on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a whole lot yeah. out there, which is like part of the park that makes it cool. I mean, there probably ain't going to be any huge housing developments pop up out there, you know. That's fair. Yeah. Like in uh, Salem for uh, Riverside, there's two hotels. That's all you got. Yeah. And it's either shit or somewhat shit. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, but to my knowledge, though, I mean, we're so close. I've never looked for a hotel there, you know? Oh, yeah. You yeah. haven't needed to. But um, I don't I don't think there is one out there. Okay. But I mean, but they're very well could be. Because that's, that's always going to be an issue for tracks, I think. Because right. that's, that's a big one for NSS. Like, there's nothing around yeah. there. That's why it's it had been closed down for so many years. Yeah. But, um, and I, I look at that too, yeah. if I'm oh, yeah. traveling. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Silver Dollar Motorsports Park also does have, um, RV hookups as well. No yeah. way. That's yeah. a game yeah. changer. I mean, they, they do charge a little bit if you're going to hook up, but I mean. I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, everywhere does, <laughs> but, uh, but they do have those on site too. How much do they, do you know how much they charge for them? Uh, let me look it up. Cause I feel like that's, that's kind of trending now. A lot of people are getting RVs since. You don't have to have a CDL for it. <laughs> Look, we're cheat about code. To buy one. Did you want a big rig? Buy a motorhome and exactly. There we go. Yeah. That's the cheat code. Yeah, I don't think it was much. Uh, I know he has it listed. Like, he, so he uh, actually, we or he started registration just the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, he did post it on there. Hmm. Seat. Yeah, yeah. So he has uh, the RV hookups are going to be uh, seventy five for the whole weekend. The whole weekend. Yeah. That's not bad, because I had a dude that came down uh, in an RV, and he travels the country as a FD mechanic, right. um, and he stayed somewhere up here that was like 150 bucks or something for a couple of days. Yeah, it's kind of pricey. So, yeah, you it was a little check. pricey, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't have yeah. a fucking RV, so I don't know what yeah. the average price is for stuff yeah. like that is. But yeah, if it's a 75 for the weekend, and it says limited availability. That doesn't sound bad at all. Yeah. Shit. But, I mean, it's a I'd super it. slick setup out there, man. It's uh, fairly laid back. Yeah. It's not mid-pond laid back, but it's pretty laid back. <laughs> <laughs> well, after the the investments of the road course track, do you think the prices of those events are going to be a lot more than the, the skid pad events? I would assume they would be. Yeah, I mean, I would assume they would be. Um, we haven't really talked about it too much. Mm. Well, I mean... With the owner, I mean, it's all his decision. I mean, this is his racetrack. Yeah, of course. You know, but um, we haven't talked about it too much. But um, I mean, you could expect them to be more. Yeah. I wouldn't expect them to be, you know, three hundred dollars for a day. I mean, it'd probably maybe three hundred for the weekend. Yeah, maybe three hundred for the weekend. You know, maybe a hundred and fifty a day. Come yeah. out there, drive all day. I mean, I think that'd be pretty fair. Yeah, that's but, about um, how we do it. 
150 a day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's all going to be up to him, you know. Is there ever going to be like a cap on drivers? Like how many drivers can come? Or? Oh, I definitely thought you, you're talking about yeah. for the road course or the skid pad, both. Both, honestly. Yeah. yeah so skid pad, think, you can get away with a little more, but road yeah, course, I well, would definitely say it needs to be a cap. Well, so, so for the skid pad, just the way it's laid out, uh, you have to wait till someone's about two thirds of the way done with the track mm-hmm. before you can send another driver or, you know, tandem yeah. set of drivers. That was pretty. So, uh, I mean, it's kind of quick, but. Um, you don't want a hundred people there because you'll be late waiting. I mean, you know, yeah. 10 minutes ain't that long. That's what grid, sucks about Clarksville. But waiting 10 minutes in line is a long time. You know, it's not a long <laughs> time, but it is a long time. But uh, so we want to, you know, ha- have this event coming up limited to like 60 drivers for the skid pad. Okay. And, um, you know, when the road course gets paved and everything, we'll just have to see. Yeah. Uh, and whenever you do the skid pad, is it all cones and stuff that you have you lay out, or do you paint them? Yeah, it's gonna track? be a cones and a chalk line. Okay, so yeah. whenever you get a bunch of like beginners and stuff out, do you have? Because I always say in drivers' meeting, keep it to one spin and get off, not two spins, because two spins is like just kind of annoying. Uh, <laughs> that's so, just me, but you know. Yeah. So. Um, and the cones flying everywhere. Does that not irritate y'all? So uh, piss me off. <laughs> we don't deal with the cones, so yeah, there's no cones at mid pond. Yeah. Well, yeah, mid pond, no, but it. But um, so we're actually doing a private day, uh, with us uh, us fall line guys uh, next weekend. Hell it'll, yeah! It'll have already happened by the time this comes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so we're gonna we have uh all of us are going, and we have a few other guys from making that are coming down, and we're gonna like fine tune how the October okay. event's gonna be. Nice. And the owner's gonna be there as well. He's gonna be you know, kind of involved in everything. Yeah. But, um, we have enough people in our little group that we're going to be on everything. Okay. Like, we're we're going to be on it. It's going to go quick. But, uh, the one, like the events they were doing last year, there was no like beginner days. I mean, there's beginner drivers out there, mm-hmm. but you know, most of them, I mean, if they spun once, you know, they might, you know, keep going. And if they spun again, they're definitely getting off. Yeah. I mean, that was the rule last year, like two spins and you're done. Uh, it'll probably be about the same, you know, yeah. just, you know, just to keep grid moving and stuff. I feel you. Cause that's, that's always been one of those things that just yeah. takes up so much seat time, really bothers the shit out of drivers. Yeah, it does bother. <clears throat> I mean, I can definitely see that. And I've been on track on like a hot lap day and had people spinning out in front of me, you know? Yeah. But on the flip side of that, I've been the person spinning out in front of other people. I mean, mm-hmm. I I still remember how it how was, it is I, to be. A I new was driver. always respectful though. Like yeah. it, I spun and then I got off, and I, I just yeah. never understood how people wouldn't do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's how I was too. But I mean, I still understand. I mean, you, you want to drive, but I'm telling you, man, yeah. <laughs> dude, that feeling sucks when you're like the next one to go in line. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, <laughs> someone just whacks a wall or, you know, just oh, yeah. completely keeps spinning. And then they go, can't even get 50 feet without spinning again and again and again. Yeah. And you're like, dude, fuck off. Yeah. Just get off the track. Yeah, I mean, if something like that, you know, does happen at this event, we'll probably meet them when they hop back in line and be like, you know, if you're having trouble, you know, maybe you can Just ask one of us. Out. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> maybe you can ask one of us for help, like ask another driver for help. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then, you know, also tell them, you know, if you spin out like more than, tw- like if you spin out twice, just go ahead and get off and hop back in line. And mm-hmm. We'll try it again, you know. But, uh, 
I mean, we just want to see everyone driving and everyone having a good time. You know, we don't want to be bullying people into no, submission. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to say that. Yeah. Yeah, of course, if, yeah. just get out there. I just want drifting to grow. So. Yeah, that's right. But, but um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think probably like two spins or something like that. Yeah. But uh, another good thing out there, like on the skid pad, there's like no walls to hit, which is great. It's always good you for know? beginners. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, even the road course, when it gets paved, there ain't no walls out there. You can get some K-rails. K-rails for it. For the road course, dude. That, I, honest, <laughs> well, no, not even, well. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah, for the road course. But honestly, if y'all invested in like some K rails for the skid pad and did that for a year, I think that would be a better investment to move you towards the road course and build some excitement. What what is what is a K rail? So K rails, like, uh, I mean, they have the the big concrete ones that are like on the side of the interstate. Oh, you're talking shit, about like oh, like. Like, yeah, they're yeah, just barriers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he has a lot of those at the track already. No way. A bunch. Uh, so are y'all gonna use those for the skid pad then? Yeah. So so they'll probably use those like put a wall up in between the road and the grass, uh-huh. like like for where the spectators are, but, but not uh, for the layout. No. No. Oh, no. See, y'all should do that. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, once you once there's K, that's what does so good yeah. for Lanier. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just an open area, but they use K rails, so it, it gives the direction to go for the driver. You get an actual like physical object to get close to for yeah. outer inner zone stuff right. like that. Yeah. So this uh, so I mean, I just touch on that for a little bit. The yeah. ones they have at Silver Dollar are concrete. So if you tag one of those, those aren't very portable. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, well, they can move them around, you know. There, but um, yeah. I ain't scared of no concrete barrier. I think that's even better. Yeah, but I mean, someone smacks but, a barrier at Lanier. That's a plastic barrier. It's a lot different than yeah. running into a concrete wall. But um, ideal to have the plastic ones. But yeah. So the plan is when we make these layouts, we're actually going to like chalk line some inner and outer zones. Mm-hmm. And granted, they're not going to last an hour maybe two hours yeah but hopefully that's long enough for everyone to get a good feel of where it's going to be at you know what i mean mm-hmm. at least give some of the newer guys like a direction of like hey like if you put your car here and then you put your car here it's going to set you up for the next turn yeah. to get your car here and here and the next turn you know mm-hmm. what i mean just give them some direction without the risk of you know totaling their whole car yeah you yeah. know what i mean are you gonna make it to where there's something a little bit more visible up higher, where for clipping zones and stuff, like a taller, way taller cone, or uh, I mean, we've thought about things like that. That's uh, stuff that we're gonna, yeah. you know, that's just dive. things that I think about whenever I'm driving. It's right. like if I can't see what I'm trying to get close to, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. So yes, I mean, we, we've talked about that. Just uh, I mean, because when you're three feet in front of a chalk line, you can't see it in your car. Yeah, but um, so we've talked about that, and that's stuff that we're gonna like dial in next weekend at this private day we're having sick yeah okay well, yeah, so we're gonna try to do is like everything we can at this private day to make october run very smoothly yeah for silver dollar hell yeah yeah well cool is well is there anything else you want to add to the silver dollar thing or is that nah, pretty man. much cover it all yeah just uh you know our group of guys we're called uh fall line drift yeah. and we're just a group of drivers that want to support the drivers good we want more people to drift. drifting needs yeah. Yeah. That's oh, it, yeah. Man. Well, actually, give me what's one thing that y'all see in drifting that you don't like that you wish would change? You put us on the spot like that. Of course. Constant competition. <laughs> I do, I've been asking like the past few podcasts this question because it's yeah. just like everyone has a different answer. It's very interesting. 
competition. Would like I, not elaborate. competition events, but like individual competition with other people. I think people okay. let their ego get a little ahead of themselves and hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. That's been I, I see people throw little pissy fits over the right. smallest minuscule calls ever. I'm like, get over it. You're still in the comp. What yeah, are that's you what bitching you're there for? for? I mean, it's you can't crazy. go into these events and expect to win every time. I mean, yeah, you gotta you gotta deal with it. Just enjoy it. People can't enjoy things anymore. You know, it's always got to be. This wasn't deserved. I'm me, better me, than this. Me, I'm me, better me. than you. It's me, it, right? Me, me, me. Yep. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, I like that one. What yeah. you got? So I mean, I don't really know. I mean, I don't really watch like drifting competitions. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I like to drift, but I don't really. Like watching a lot of drifting, yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. It's, it's you know? hard, yeah. But um, I do it because I have to. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what I would want to change in drifting. I feel like the uh, I mean, the scene's in a pretty good place, like globe, maybe not globally, but like United States. It, it seems like it's in a pretty good place. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of good venues, there's a bunch of good locations. But um, I don't know, man. Nothing. I can't really think of anything. I mean, I mean, like the way people build their cars. Or yeah, like, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean stop the, running black wheels, you know. I got, I got black wheels. Mm. <laughs> I'm slowly changing them out there. I got like two front ones that are, are not black. <laughs> I just hate the I, like it just disappears on a car. Right, I mean, yeah. it's, it just looks odd. Yeah, but um, you know, I guess when you asked that question, the first thing I thought of was uh, a lot of people think you need to like build your car to the max to go drifting. But, um, you know, you nope. see that, I see that more with like people that don't drift yet, you know, like they're getting ready to go drift and they're building yeah. their car crazy, but they uh, get caught up in the while you're theirs and shit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if I, I guess if I could change one thing, it'd be to let those guys know they don't have to do that. Yeah. Like you're going to do all that. And some of y'all are going to love drifting and then some of y'all are going to hate it cause you can't afford to drive. Mm. And even if your car doesn't break, it's going to be super expensive. Yeah. And if your car starts breaking, like that's going to be the line for a lot of people. Yeah, that that'll be the moment you snap. Yeah. That's for sure. I mean, even in my car, I want more power in my car, but I can drive my car all day mm. on one set of tires. That's that's how it should be. That, yeah, it's awesome. That's I'm trying but, to keep the RB set up that way to where I could still run like a pair of Kendas all day. I, y'all are shaking your head back there. Y'all can't see them, but they're shaking their heads. I've said it so many times on podcasts. I do not care about horsepower numbers. I genuinely don't care what it makes. Yeah. I just want it to be a good 350, 400 to where it keeps up with decent LS cars. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So, like, conservative well, on like, tires. Y'all, I'm telling y'all. Yeah. So, like, when I say that. my tires last <laughs> all day, I'm not talking like 25 laps. I'm talking. 60 to 70 I was gonna say laps. 60 plus yeah i mean yeah. i'm out there driving all day you know i mean yeah. some of those guys they'll pull 30 laps in a day and their tires last all day but i'm out there yeah. going you know? and that's not 60 back to back for anyone yeah but, yeah maybe like it's, six to eight on a hot it's lap like day. yeah <laughs> like six back six back to back take a 30 minute break let the tires yeah heat cycle well, yeah, and shit. yeah yeah that's yeah. how you'll save it but that's right yeah i mean i did one event it was crazy. Uh, I was testing out like different tires to see which ones I liked. Yeah, and I didn't end up liking these tires the most because they didn't have a lot of grip. But um, it was in Cordial at uh, Fall Double Down. Are you mm-hmm. familiar? Yeah. So, so so you enter, you do a layout, then you exit uh, yeah. back into grid. 
I pulled 117 laps on one set of tires. Damn. Yeah. What were they? They were uh, mucho machos. Oh, really? Yeah, so they were not like That's the grippiest tire. Honestly. They were a little slick, you know? Yeah. Don't but, they have delamination problems sometimes? Well, I didn't. I mean, obviously, I didn't yeah. pull in that many laps, but um, I've only ran like another, like one other set of those mm-hmm. just to give them another shot, you know, yeah. at a different place. And uh, they just, they got really slick sometimes. Like you, you started getting them hot and they get real greasy and just want to slide yeah, everywhere. Yeah, inconsistent. But uh, they lasted forever. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. I have heard that. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, we'll venture into the last question. What the best piece of advice for anyone just getting into drifting? Just Another, do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just buy a car, weld the diff. Don't make excuses. Just go. Just go do it. Look, I made excuses for the longest time. Like, oh, I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go do it. Yeah. Oh, I need to get a car first. Well, I got the car. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and then finally, I just, just did it. You just got to do it. Yeah. That's how mine was. Absolutely the same. Yeah. Like, don't talk about going drifting. Go drifting. Yep. Get your LSD ready. Get your diff welded. Whatever you got, just come drive. Yeah. After Do what first... I did. Sell all the shit off your stance car. <laughs> oh, a- absolutely. <laughs> Went and bought my Z the next weekend. Yep. I swear to God. Yep. Fix your suspension. Sell your three-piece wheels. <laughs> come drifting. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, that was a... Uh... That was a good one. I like that. All right. Well, that's pretty much it for this one. Uh, y'all got any final words? Want to plug anyone? And plug yourself? Just ourselves. You know, right. just the at Slipping Sideways on Facebook, Instagram, and SlippingSideways.com. I got a website, too. Hell yeah. It's on the screen in the description. Which is it. So you can find us. We're on Facebook. It's a Fall Line Drift. Uh, you know, come over there. Give us a follow. Just try to follow what's going on with... Uh, Silver Dollar Motorsports Park. We're going to be posting as many updates as we can as we get them. Yeah. But um, like it, share it, comment on it. Please, man. Let people know. Hell yeah. Well, cool. I appreciate y'all coming on. Yeah, thanks for having y'all us, Y'all had man. a it, decent man. little drive. So. Yeah. It'd be all right. Yeah. It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, that's pretty much it. So I guess hit the subscribe button and don't forget to hit the bell notification as well so you never miss an episode. And... That's it. See you every Sunday for a new episode. Peace. See y'all. Dick. Cool, man. They said that I couldn't do it, so I went and did it. W's only, you know I've been winning. Top of the world, the globe is spinning. If you know, you know I've been on it. What? Mission. Mission. Okay, let's get it. Got a little time on my hands like a wristwatch. I don't got time for the breaks and the pitch.